We love baseball. We love family. What could be better than combining the two? Play ball! Welcome to the Baseball Family Podcast, presented by Baseballism, a production of that cast. And now, host Troy and Danae Silva. Baseball Family Podcast is back today. Danae? Yes. Um, we're going to talk about a slump. You know what a slump is? When I think of a slump, I think of you're Uh-oh. striking out over and over again. So you think a slump is you just can't hit the ball? Well, I'm sure there's slumps anywhere. Fielding, pitching. Yeah. You can actually slump in a whole bunch of different things. You can, can't can catch a ball, can't throw a strike. Right. But most of the time when people are talking about a slump, it's directly correlated to hitting, right? It's a slump is kind of when you say I'm in a slump, in no, a slump. One, no one thinks I can't throw a strike or I can't right. get anybody out. They think I just can't hit. Um, so when we talk about a slump, um, the slumps are, they're real. I, I see kids go through phases of a season where they're just not hitting as well. But I also believe that understanding what a slump is will help a parent understand like how to, you know, fix it or help the kid fix it. And Do you feel like they all go through slumps everybody at does. some point? There's guys in the big leagues that'll go like over 20, over 30, right. like three times in a season. Right. So it just, I call it what it is and it's baseball and it's hitting. Um, but I think understanding re- really what a slump is, is the most important thing for specifically like a player and a parent. A slump is not, and I repeat, not having a bad game. If you have a bad game and you're 0 for 4 with two strikeouts and two weak hits, it's not a slump. It's just a bad game. A slump is not going into a weekend and getting a couple hits out of, you know, 15 at bats. That's not a slump. That's just a bad weekend. A slump is a long over term, and over and you know, over. over and over and over. You just can't figure it out type of thing. A slump also um, is not when you hit the ball hard and just not getting hits. A slump is when you're hitting the ball hard, you're not slumping. That's just baseball too. There's the big leaguers go through phases where they'll hit the hard, the ball hard all week and not get very much out of it as far as hits and stuff like that. So I think understanding what a slump is, um, is the most important thing. Um, when you're barreling balls up and you're hitting the ball hard and they're just not falling, it's just not a slump basically is, is what it comes down to. And re- the reality of it is, it's just a matter of time before things switch around. But here's the whole point of this podcast and why I wanted to talk to you about it and, um, and get your opinion is because most slumps actually get worse because of mainly parents and, and making it worse than it needs to be let's just call it or putting stuff in a player's head um that doesn't need to be there so as a parent you have to understand what you say can sometimes actually make it worse have you ever seen any situations like that where a parent actually made it worse just by their words to the kid when he's having a slump so you've seen parents actually say stuff that doesn't help yeah yeah and and quite honestly why can't hit the ball (laughs) I saw a parent the other weekend yelling at their kid, yelling, yelling in the middle of a game of, why can't you just hit the ball? And the kid's just like almost like in tears, like, are you serious, dad? Like right now? A young kid. Yeah. So anyway, uh, well, that's a whole different topic that we can talk about. So here, here's what I want to well, talk about. Well, it gets about. frustrating because you're like, why Absolutely. can't you get your, you've gotten frustrated. Why get, can't they I get frustrated. Connect I haven't gotten with the ball. frustrated. I get frustrated with my kids, but at the same time, it's, and I And yourself, what'd you do when you went through a slump? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't remember ever going in a slump. You don't? No, two things. Number one is I probably didn't really think about it or care about it. And number two, I would, 
I hit really well. So there was times where I probably wasn't getting hits, but I, I never, I threw my, that's a great question. Are you the only person in the world that's never, I said, no. most everyone goes through a slump, right? And you said, yep. And now Troy says, I'm, I'm saying that I I've prob- never been even in a slump. when I was in a slump, probably I wasn't thinking about it or didn't, didn't really yeah. register it because it wasn't that big of a deal. I, I was always, you didn't have parents putting the pressure on you. didn't. I was going to talk sorry, about this. I didn't later, know that. But I, Go you ahead. didn't have parents putting the pressure on you, did you? No, did your dad put pressure awesome. on you? No, they didn't. They, they never put pressure on me ever. Yeah. So that that was probably a huge benefit of why I didn't really think about it. But let's <laughs> let's get back to that here in a second. But the slump part is, I I think um, the reason why I didn't, I, I'm sure I slumped. I went through phases of not getting hits, but the reason why I didn't think about it or even recognize it is because I was always always like the next game, the next pitch, the next you know approach mentality. I wasn't dwelling on what happened. I was always like, next guy, let's go. If I ever got out, struck out, whatever. If I had a bad game, I'm like, I can't wait to play the next game. If I struck out, I'm, I can't wait to get up again. That was my mentality. I think it was just natural. It wasn't really embedded into me. But at the same time, and this is where I want to go with this, is I didn't have hitting coaches growing up. There was no hitting coaches. Now there's a hitting coach on every corner. And they're trying mentally to adjust to that hitting exactly. coaches technique so there's a lot of hitting coaches that are out there that'll make things worse sometimes right Um, so so here's the thing so how to the 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 point i wanted to talk about in this subject is how do you actually number one get out of a slump if you are in a slump and number two what are the common themes or things that people do that actually make it worse so let's talk about before we get into how to get out of it let's let's talk about kind of what puts you into it so first thing that happens is parents kids talk after a game whatever kid feels bad he let the team down uh parents like hey you got to do this or do that whatever it is they're trying to parents trying to help Mm -hmm. and the first thing is is they go try to put extra work in so you ever seen a kid that had a bad game and he goes after the game and hits or whatever yet they're trying to put that extra work in so putting the extra work in isn't isn't necessarily the thing that's causing the problem the problem is is not recognizing what's actually causing the slump so a lot of times uh, a parent, well, let's say, and a coach, let's just say both, will go and work with a kid after a game and they recognize their swing is a certain way. They're doing this with their swing. They're doing that with their swing. So they go put all this extra work and time into the swing in the cage. And then the next game happens and it's the same problem over and over and over. Hmm. So a lot of times, this is the one thing that I want to start with is a lot of times slumps have nothing to do with the way you swing the bat. A lot of times the slumps have to do with, are you seeing the ball very well? Are you swinging at good pitches? Are you letting good pitches go that you should hit? Those are things that are important when it comes to having better success on the field. So what I'm trying to say is, is a lot of times this kid will go get work in and they will put in all this work trying to fix their swing, not knowing that putting more mental jail in your head as far as what you're doing is actually making the slump worse. A lot of times kids can get out of their little funk as I call it by not changing their swing at all, just changing their approach. So we do with our kids. You probably don't even notice, but if, if JJ has a couple of bad at-bats or whatever, it's just slight little adjustments that I'm talking to him about, or he'll tell me because he understands what goes on too as well. So that's the first thing is understanding that your slump um, is usually caused by something else than, than what you normally see. Hmm. Uh, the second part it, about that is is when the slump happens, it usually has to do with reacting and visual principles of seeing the ball better. So if you're not going to actually work on seeing the ball faster, your slump's going to be there. And then 
uh, we, I can go on and on about all these things and different things, but the, the way that the slumps occur mainly are in the kids' brains. So the first thing that I try to tell kids is tell yourself, even if you're in a slump and you're not hitting well, tell yourself, I'm not in a slump. Tell yourself, I'm not in a slump. It's called hitting. Tell yourself, I'm not in a slump. It's just a bad game. Tell yourself, I'm not in a slump. And you say that over and over and over. It's just, it's just kind of how hitting works. So if you can get that mindset of, of how hitting works and, and the realistic expectations, that's also important as well. Instead of this is just a slump and it will go away. Yes. And then parents, you guys, us as parents, we have to realize that it's just baseball. It's just a couple of bad games. It's a, it's a bad at bat. It's a bad week, whatever it is. And they're going to get out of it at some point. Now, how to get out of it is, is a big factor. The first thing, and I kind of touched on it a little bit is you get out of slump by telling yourself that you're, you're not in a slump. You, you don't, you don't, I don't even let the kids use the word slump around me because I think once you talk about it a lot, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Hmm. Um, but the way to get out of it is just keep doing what you're doing and not make serious changes. I think a lot of times kids will have a couple of bad at bats or a bad weekend or whatever, and they want to go change everything that they're doing. And parents will do this too. And you have to understand changing everything that you're doing is not going to help it. It usually makes it worse. So my advice to get out of a slump is make minor adjustments with what you're doing. Minor adjustments, meaning little things, and don't make it that big of a deal as well. And then the real the reality of it is, is when you are making minor adjustments, most of these adjustments have to do with your mentality. Hmm. So to, the way to get out of a funk or if you're not hitting well, you usually got to change your approach and it's a simple little approach adjustment sometimes. So I'll, I'll give a quick little story and I know I'm talking a lot. Do you want to say anything? No, tonight? this is, I've, you're learning about slumps. Yeah, I'm learning. Keep going. Okay. Um, so I've, I've dealt with this for a long time, um, with different kids and different ages and obviously different levels are, there's different types of slumps, but there was a kid that we trained for a while. He's a really, really, really good ball player. He's one of the best in the country. He went to a high level, um, D one college. He was in school and he was asking, you know, he was asking me one day, he goes, yeah, I just not, I'm not, in, I'm not seeing the ball. Well, I'm not hitting the ball. Well, I'm in a slump. He says the exact words, I'm in a slump. And I said, well, what's going on? He's like, well, you know, you know, I just, I just getting fooled on curveballs. And I just keep, I keep swinging at bad pitches that are just bad pitches. And I'm like, how much time have you been putting in, you know, seeing curveballs? And we, the whole rabbit trail went asking him questions. And it finally came down to this. And the, the simple adjustment was this. I'm like, well, you know how you hit the curveball better, right? And he was like, well, yeah, you get work. And he answered it. And I'm like, no, you just don't miss fastballs. I said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go this week and you're going to play. He's playing all these big, big time schools. I'm going to say, you're just not going to miss fastballs. You're going to get your fastball and you're going to barrel it up. And he called me like three days later. He was like three for four the next day. He hit, hit the ball well the next day. And he was like, man, that was such an easy thing to do because I got my brain so caught up into what I was doing wrong all the time. I didn't focus on what I needed to do right. So staying positive for him was a, a big, big, big thing. So I was telling him just don't miss fastball. So he was on the fastball and he smashed fastballs all week and he hit way better. And instantly, and I'm talking instantly, his whole demeanor and his whole brain and his whole body language and everything changed and he became more confident right away just by making that adjustment. So we didn't talk about his swing at all. I didn't give him four things to do with his swing. I gave him one little thing to think mm. about and kept it simple. And that was a perfect example of how it just got him out of that. Now, now that's a high level, right? That's a high level D1 ball player that's draftable. I'm talking about that. But at the same time, even if you're dealing with youth kids, say 10 to 14 years old or whatever, make it simple. 
you don't have to change everything to, to help them out. So the, the word slump is, is a bad word to me. I just don't think, I think it's called baseball, but also the, the way to fix it has got to be simple and easy adjustments. You should be able to make some adjustments. What would you tell JJ if you saw him out there and he was like, mom, I just can't get a hit. What would you tell him? You're looking at me crazy. Like Keep you going, have fun. <laughs> exactly. I don't have any advice for you. <laughs> exactly. That type of advice is better advice than trying to change everything and fix everything. And I think parents, you parents that are listening to this, the, the slumps and the funks are going to happen a lot. It's part of what it is. I mean, what'd you do when your kid went through it? Uh, Trey goes through it sometimes. Um, and you just try to keep working and just try to keep working and keep trying to make the adjustments that he needs. And a lot of like with Trey specifically, his is just more visual stuff and yeah. mental stuff. And you just try to keep working on the visual stuff and trying to keep them positive and let them know that they'll figure it out as they go. And just understand that baseball is hard. Hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do. It is hard. I even see in the pros, they do um, the vision training. Yep. You know, the, your eyes aren't just bouncing. So it's off, right? Yeah. If you don't see the ball, that's going to cause a lot of problems every time. Like that's kind of a, and he gets migraines, the bouncing. So it was good to take vision. Yep. Yeah. Vision training. That's a good, that's a good point too. If you ever hear an interview after a game from a, a ball player that's hitting the ball, well, what do you, they go, Hey, what are you doing differently? Or what are you, what's going on? And what do they always say? I'm just seeing it. Well, that's what they say all mm. the time. That's what they say. And there was a, um, a story with uh, and they know the difference they've not exactly. seen it well and then they see it well there's been tons of stories but there's been particular stories that i've remembered where a big leaguer's been asked hey how are you going to get out of this and it just kept they keep saying it's baseball i'm going to keep going through it. and that's at the highest level possible at the hardest level possible trying to hit crazy speeds and movements and it's just super hard so even at that level they just recognize it's just a hard it's a it's a mentally beating you up sport and you have to stay positive and you have to stay focused and you have to just not make changes all the time. I think one of the biggest well, what do you do though when you everything. have a different coach every year and they're wanting this new coach wants to change it up and I That's learned this question. way and I want to teach you this way. That's a great question. No coach. I already whole... have training and I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, you can't do that, right? No, but you have to understand what you do and you have to, you have to be your best coach as a ball player and you have to understand what makes you good and what makes you roll and what makes you have so the coach could even stress him out more if he's got it down but he's trying to switch it up coaches are one of the most um i guess slump causers that there are because they'll 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 try to help a kid and then they're trying to help right on on they're not trying to do it on purpose but yes i think uh specifically coaches and parents need to understand what we're talking about and understand it's a simple adjustment that can help and that it just doesn't need to be changed all the time just because you have a couple bad games. I am not in a slump. I had a bad game. I am not in a slump. It's just a bad weekend. I am not in a slump. Good I'm advice. Not you're not going to be in a slump as a parent coach or listening and watching now. No, no, you're good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope this uh, podcast helps. If you do have more questions about it, please message me on social media uh, at Troy P Silva, Twitter, Instagram, stuff like that. I'd be happy to answer your questions. Um, but just no going into it as a parent, we can make a huge impact during the times that are hard for the kids. And as a parent, I think positivity is key and to try to stay motivating as far as motivating our players and to keep them understanding that it's part of the game. And if they understand that it's part of the game and they're not going to get a hit every time, they'll have a different demeanor and a different approach. I like that. I think that's good for a lot of parents too. And the family just to 
see if they see a change in the kid starting Absolutely. to be positive. There's so much stress and anxiety. It's hard. I mean, you're just stressed because you want them to do well. Exactly. And, and then, then as a parent, they get you in a slump. So you think there is something wrong. Exactly. How can I help you? So the, how can I help you part is something that if you figure out how to do it, it's actually easier than you think. And it's, it's hard to do sometimes because mm. you want to throw them everything, but good stuff. Keep it simple. Awesome. Please uh, share this podcast, follow us on social media and uh, like this as well. And any final thoughts today? Nope. You're awesome. All right. Thank you for listening. God bless. God bless. Make sure you subscribe to the Baseball Family Podcast and give it a rating so others can find it too. If you have a passion for the game, go to baseballism.com to feed it and learn more about our presenting sponsor. This podcast is a production of That Cast. If you liked it, find more great content at thatcast.com.